From the Hill Country in Texas, broadcasting worldwide, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, uh, well, 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 a very pleasant good afternoon to you. This is OneRadioNetwork.com. Okay, here we are. It is a Wednesday afternoon. We just had a great show with Fred Dashevsky. So if you're just tuning in now to our website, One Radio Network, we invite you to, um, you know, stick around after this show. We'll be streaming the show with Fred for a few days. You know, we do usually do it a few days and probably this weekend too, in case you get a chance to see it. Um, it's a great show. And we uh, dug into a lot of the history of uh, this fine country of ours, into the money monetary history. So um, check it out, The Real World of Money. And uh, Fred has a couple of specials too, if you're interested in uh, getting some gold and silver coins. A couple of specials that we'll, we'll tell you about. So good afternoon. My name is Patrick Timpone, and we have a lot to talk about. We're going to kind of, I think, focus in mostly on food and diet and health and those kind of things uh, today, and we'll see where we go. But you're welcome to join in the conversation uh, for uh, this Wednesday afternoon. Two ways to do it. 888-663-6386. Email Patrick at one radio network.com Patrick at one radio network.com and uh, join the show anything at all whoops that you want to talk about you can uh, you can join in about uh, six weeks ago I uh, entered into a an experiment and changing my diet pretty dramatically just because I was um, wanting to just experiment to see if I can uh, do a couple of little issues that I have going on. Very small, but they're there. So, you know, like numbness in my toes. What's that about, you know? What's that about? And also, um, sleeping. <laughs> uh, escapes me sometime. I'm just just wide awake. Just wide awake. Not, not a monkey mind, but just... So I've been getting a lot of screenwriting done and reading done. But I want to kind of dig into those. And So I came across a video uh, that I watched in the middle of the night about oxalates. And the next thing I know, I'm going to say, okay, well, maybe this oxalate thing is real. I don't know. Maybe it is. And so I'm just going to get off all oxalates and see. Because there's quite a bit of uh, research and studies, real studies, um, um, not just kind of made-up ones, that oxalates are can be detrimental to a lot of people. Everybody's different. You could be eating a lot of them, and there's no issues. There's no real way of knowing if they build up. Uh, there's no real good test for them. So it could be one of those silent, strange things that could be, again, I use the term could be, um, one of the reasons why there's so many uh, thyroid issues in our culture, and I personally have been known to have a little thyroid that's a little not as happy as it could be, 
So, I mean, what if these things are going on and we don't know? And we just end up taking thyroid medicine and um, the thyroid's getting weaker because maybe oxalates are hung out of there from vegetables. There's a lot of unknowns in the world of diet. I mean, very, very um, a lot because there's very, very few real, authentic, controlled studies to give us guidelines. And we're having to just do like I'm doing, and I know that you do, is to experiment. With the emails I get, is to experiment and see how you do and see, see what it does. So many of the as I've been learning a lot the last month or so, so many of the um, so many of the the literature and the studies that people put out when they do their podcast on carnivore or vegetarian or whatever they do, many of them, especially in the vegetarian end, many of them, like the China study, and these other huge blockbuster books that were all really um, not not well done. Uh, they just weren't. They had an agenda. This fellow with the China study to prove the vegetarians live longer, he had an agenda, my opinion, and he's going to do it. And they just did it. They cooked the books. And so many of the food studies, so-called studies, is they just interview people. And people write down what they ate last month. So you can imagine what that's about, right? Most, most, most of us don't even remember what we had for breakfast two days ago. Uh, can you imagine writing down how many grams of this that you ate? And they do that. And that's how they do a lot of these studies. So there's no real quantifiable ideas of when you eat this, then this is going to happen. When you eat that, it's going to happen. They don't know. Most of it's just made up. So, more and more, we're thinking of and what we're doing now and encouraging you to do, if you really want to live longer, healthier, happier, and all those good things, is to become your own doctor and become your own scientist and test subject and just try it. I've learned a lot about blood sugar. For example, I've been eating mainly meat, egg, butter, a little bit of cheese, fish, and a little fruit, and fat. Fat. Pretty, pretty comprehensive diet, really. I like it. Lots of meat, organ meats, fat, butter, coconut oil, tallow, some desiccated thyroid, desiccated organs, and also a great company, grass-fed, grass-finished, and also then the live, you know, the real ones. You can get hearts and kidneys and liver at the farmer's market. So that's what I've been pretty much doing. Um, a lot of eggs. I've been doing raw eggs and just the yolk 
I really like the taste of that. Uh, many people say that when if you do raw eggs, that you don't want to do the whites because they're they're indigestible. I've never proven that to myself to know if that's true. So it's just a thing out there. But I don't know if you've ever just eaten the raw yolk of really a good, you know, pasture-raised egg, really orange, you know, and just take out the white and just do that. Man, it really tastes great. Much better for me than with the white. And if we don't digest them, as some people say, maybe it's a good idea. I don't know. But um, I, I've been doing a lot of ribeyes because they have some good fat, uh, grass-fed ribeyes, and then just searing them and then putting some couple of the raw eggs on top, the yolks, with butter. And boy, it's really, really good. Maybe three, four ounces at a time, and then I'm good. And then I eat again when I get hungry again. And sometimes that could be three hours, two hours, four hours, five hours, I guess. It just uh, depends on how my metabolism is running and how quickly I'm digesting it and, and all the rest of it. So it's really kind of fun. Uh, I like it a lot. Um, have some real uh, higher levels of clarity. Sleep has not changed at all. Actually, it's gotten a little, gotten a little worse. So that's interesting. <laughs> I've, I've um, um, eaten a little bit of uh, a carb thing. I had one more, um, one more of uh, Bridget in Florida's bagels that I had the other night. First carb I've, first grain I've really eaten in a month, just because I was so wired up on the protein. I guess that I just no way I could sleep, and it helped a little bit. You know, carbs, uh, you know, like grains or bread or cookies, cakes, crackers, and rice, and uh, vegetables. They'll uh, they'll raise your blood sugar, and then then that will then lower your blood sugar, and then you'll go to sleep. Help you to go to sleep. Just that's why that's why potatoes will help you sleep sometimes, or just having the pizza you go to sleep. It's not a good way to control your your um, your sleep patterns, but it it does it. But I did find something that's really curious. By the way, if you'd like to join with questions, comments, come on in. Triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. Email Patrick One Radio Network dot com. We're going to be talking to Doctor Kiltz K I L T Z. He's a fertility advocate. Hmm. And also, he happens to be a a heavy meat guy. He's actually been using carnivore diets to help ladies become fertile again. So we're, we're getting something set up with him pretty soon. Just got an email in. That's re- reminded me. So it's about 19 after the hour. Triple eight six six three. 6386. So when I'm just doing the kind of experimental diet that I'm doing now, and it is an experiment because I could just change, you know. I'm not doing it because I got to eat this way. Um, is meat, 
mostly ribeyes, but other meats, um, organ meats, fresh and uh, dehydrated, egg yolks, butter, lots of butter, beef tallow, cooking in beef tallow, um, did I say eggs? And some raw cheese, a little bit of raw cheese, and is that it? Oh, and raw goat's milk. So I got a pretty varied diet there. And then some some fruit. And I like fruit now. I like fruit now better than I've ever liked it. I never really didn't like fruit. A couple ideas that I found interesting with this and is um, that the burn after, you know, the energy burn after just eating meat and butter and an egg is really quite uh, astonishing. You just kind of, for me, I just kind of get energy rather than when I eat a carb, you know, I fall off a cliff. I just do. So maybe just insulin resistance, who knows. But, um, but when I test my fasting blood sugar in the morning, when I'm just on the, the basic diet, I've mentioned here a few times, my blood sugar is like crazy low. 40, 50, 60. Yeah. Fasting blood sugar. And boy, I feel better when it's low. There's no doubt about it. Um, so for me, I think the lower the better. Um, you could taste you. Test your fasting blood sugar. Get one of those little things. Get them at the Walgreens or your food store and the you know, in that department. And um, cheap. Prick your finger. Test it. And you can really start to play with that and uh, get an idea how foods affect one's blood sugar. Now last night, um, I thought, well, I'll experiment. I think I'm just going to do, and I haven't eaten any vegetables for six weeks. But last night, I had some frozen organic cauliflower, broccoli, and carrots. Pretty carby, and um, very low oxalates, all of these. I didn't want to mess up my oxalate experiment too much, but they're very low. You can see cauliflower, broccoli, carrots. And um, so I had a pretty good-sized bowl over them with butter and olive oil. And fats will raise your blood sugar a little bit. But, and that was last night. And then this morning, my fasting blood sugar was like 97. It's actually pretty high. Felt kind of, no, okay, but not as good when it's 50. So I, I, again, I'm just uh, experimenting and I'm encouraging you to do that because the more and more I play with these things, the more I know that the only way I'm going to really know what's the best for me is to to look and see and use the proof is in the pudding paradigm. You know what I mean? Because I, I'm just so over buying into what somebody else says is the best thing to do. I listen to them and I respect them, and I'll, but I'll use them as a barometer to maybe try something, right? Whatever, Adam Bergstrom, Ray Pete, um, Dr. Chafee, 
everybody. Dr. Daniels. Uh, but the only way you really know is to, to, to try it because we're also you know, wonderfully, beautifully different. Everything that we think and feel is in our body when we're thinking and feeling it, as we talk quite a bit about, and that affects everything. That can affect blood sugar, thyroid, digestion, sleep, everything. So how could you possibly do any kind of substantive test if you really were wanting to get nail, you know, hone in on this for yourself. Because even if you're doing blood and, and you're controlling what people are eating, you're not controlling what they're thinking or feeling, and that would skew, skew the whole thing. So I'm pretty much getting to the point where the only way I'm going to ever really... So it could be... It's, it's, gonna, it's just going to be an ongoing day by day, how do I feel? What am I going to try? I think I'll try that one. I think I'll maybe even do a fruit smoothie, and I've done a few of those, and I didn't like the way I felt after it. So I have something going on with my insulin resistance or insulin and blood sugar that is not conducive to a big hit of sugar at, um, at one time. I made some orange juice, in between Fred's show and I took a sip after I made it, pretty good gulp, much more than I just took, and I could feel it. I, could, I just felt that, what i just taken. That's how sensitive I am to, which is really fun. Then you can really know what you want and know how you want to feel. And you get to the point where I don't even have any desire to even finish that. And I just had two sips. Beautiful organic orange juice. I feel better without it. See, this is my opinion. I know this is where I'm going. And if you want to go there with me, I'll support you. Because if you want to stick around a long time this lifetime, as many as you do, according to what I hear from you, through emails and questions, um... This is the way to do it, so you really know what you're doing. So you're looking and seeing, saying, well, that's interesting. I eat that little piece of liver and I feel like this, or I do this, I feel like this, and I do that, I feel like that, and I don't know what I want to do now because I don't feel like eating anything. That works too. This is not eat for a while. That's good too. It's 888-663-6386. Email patrick1radionetwork.com if you'd like to join the show. And I suspect that that's what we did long ago. You know, in the 1800s and probably before radio, or people would be on the radio telling you what's this and eat that and uh, that we just simply uh, instinctively ate what felt good. If we had a, if we had a farm or we were hunter gatherers and we would just eat and we we knew I mean we were out there with no no internet no cell phones no TV no movies just hanging out hunter hunting and gathering and 
or being on a farm, it wouldn't take long to really figure out what you wanted to eat. I think that the reason so many of us over the maybe a couple lifetimes since we kind of went brain dead um, you get to the point where you can begin to eat things just through taste and we're so unaware of what our body's doing that we just keep doing it, you know. Just keep eating just because just because it's eating. Just because it's time to eat, right? Certainly the sugar thing is like that. kind of butter are you eating? Um, I, I like ghee. Ghee's really nice that you can get grass-fed ghee. Um, I think it's pure Indian foods is the one we get. Ghee is real nice because it helps with digestion. And it's a um, very nice product, grass-fed, pure Indian foods. And then, I'm fortunate enough to be able to get some raw grass-fed butter. I get that online. I get about six shipped to me at a time. Um, in Texas, it's hard to get raw butter. Um, they don't even sell at the farmer's market. And maybe they could, but nobody does. But I think that's really the way to go if you can find raw grass-fed butter. Now in California, you can um, actually buy raw butter right at the store. So as crazy as California is, good for them, huh? From Nietzsche, I have no problem falling asleep. However, when I drift off to sleep, I get a zap in my brain. Yeah, I, I've experienced that too. Um, eventually, I will fall asleep for about three to four hours and then wake up every two to three hours stemming from trauma and overdose of caffeine. You know, it's funny, um, I, I never really felt any difference with caffeine or not. I don't, um, oh, this is Nicholas. Yeah, I, I've experienced that too. I have no thoughts, you know, just meditating or singing you, and you, your body tries to go off to sleep, and then it just goes like you're experiencing. You know, I don't know what that is. Um, I don't have any EMFs to speak of, well, hardly any, going on out here in the country. I have my blue my blue shield to help with that anyway. Um, I don't know. 
That's what I'm trying to find out. But it could be some, could be oxalates in the brain, could be some trauma. I don't think, I've dug pretty deep in the spiritual realm for me, but doesn't mean that I know. <laughs> I've opened every nook and cranny, could be. Uh, for Nicholas, could be a fear of death. So I would look at that one. We, we can have a subconscious fear of death, which comes along after lifetimes and lifetimes of be, having a fear of death. And when we incarnate, we, as soul, take along karma with us in our subconscious mind. And that's in there, the subconscious mind, when we reincarnate back into a fetus or or at the first breath, whichever it is when the soul comes into the body. Um, So if we have a subconscious, in other words, we're just not conscious of it, fear of death, um, that can cause that abrupt kind of jump when you start to start to go off into the unknown, which is what most of us look upon as death being the unknown. Our sleep, rather, our death, same thing. So I'm not conscious, I'm consciously, I have no fear of death, actually looking forward to it someday because it's going to be really fun next time. Um, so I got, but could have, I could have, a deep fear of it. So I've dug in and really done a lot of work, deep spiritual work in the inner planes and looking, asking my teacher, and I just haven't seen anything, but yeah. So I would I would look at that. If you're waking up every couple hours, you could have some symptoms of a, a sleep apnea kind of thing where you kind of go, breathe in, think you can't get enough oxygen. Um, you can try taping your mouth shut and see if that helps the waking up. So, so those are some ideas. I, um, there's also something that I'm considering So when it comes to this thing called sleep, it gets pretty tricky, is that depending on the karmic load we're carrying subconsciously, it really depends on how much we need to sleep. My theory, and Adam has talked about, for example, um, Adan Olay, who really didn't sleep a lot, he just... I think that the only reason we do sleep as a species is to unwind the karma that we create every day. That's just my theory. I know that there are some spiritual masters that I work with that I don't think they sleep, but I don't know for sure, but they've had their body thousands of years. Seriously. So we can do that if you want. You can 
Seems like a long time. Get pretty bored. But they don't, you know, they don't. But they, they can appear here whenever they want. So, so this could be something that's going on for me, that I've done a lot of spiritual work because of my desire to know what the truth is. I'm not bragging, but I'm not bragging. I'm just saying I've had a deep desire to know what the truth is for 40 years this lifetime. So I've been able to see a lot of stuff of how this works. So I'm very blessed and um, to, to be able to see it. So um could be that I just don't need to sleep and just working on getting stronger physiologically so two o'clock in the morning I can get more done rather than just read or <laughs> watch an old movie or something. <laughs> this one radio network.com, Patrick Timpone, triple eight six six three sixty three. 86. And plus, we are so blessed to have so many good things to tools that we can use to help us along the way. One of them is the Brown's Gas Hydrogen Machine that George Wiseman created many years ago. And George probably is one of the foremost authorities on molecular hydrogen in the world. I think he has the best machine ever because it has safety features that makes it absolutely safe because if something's not going right with hydrogen, with the molecules, with the gas, making the water, breathing the gas, the machine will send an alarm and turn off. There's very few machines that have these safety devices. So you go out there on the internet and buy molecular hydrogen machines for less money. But I would encourage you to look at ours, listen to some of our past shows with George. You can see and know that he's a good guy, very credible, lifetime warranty, no questions asked, money back warranty. How about that, man? No questions asked, money back warranty. And it's a food, so it's not trying to kill anything, but um, so as you get stronger and stronger, you can be breathing this, drinking the water, and just help you to get it together, man. <laughs> this lifetime. Because don't you want to do all the dreams? <laughs> don't you want to do all the dreams before you leave here? Whatever it is. Get married, have kids, have grandkids. Write the great American novel. Save the world, save the whales. See for yourself the real shape of the earth. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you want to do that? Well, this will help you stick around a while. Just will. My opinion. Promo code 1radio for a 20% discount. 
the molecular hydrogen browns gas machine called AquaCure, 20% off. A lifetime warranty. Promo code 1RADIO. Previously with Stephanie Seneff, Ph.D., research scientist with MIT on her work with glyphosates, GMO, and sulfur. I know you really care about sulfur, and so do I. You know, I really think sulfur is crucial for health and that we have a massive problem with sulfur deficiency in this country. Uh, One of the proteins that I found that is disrupted by glyphosate because it has an essential glycine is sulfotransferase. That's a protein that moves sulfate from one molecule to another. But it's really, really important to be able to do that. And why wouldn't it be able to do it? Because the glyphosate disrupts the the natural sulfur cycle in our body? The cell won't be able to defend itself with sulfate if it can't put the sulfate there. And of course, glyphosate chelates sulfurs. A perfect storm in the challenges department, perhaps, but we're getting creative. So we know that we've been low on sulfur for years because of the chemical fertilizers. And now the GMO thing, which is disrupting the sulfur cycle. And we know with sufficient amounts of sulfur in the body, it's the natural way that the body gets these heavy metals, for example, mercury and mercury sulfate, out of the body if we have enough sulfur. Click and order sulfur today on oneradionetwork.com. I will. I've been out of sulfur for about three or four days. Um, Some more is arriving. Two days, I think kind of got caught behind and I can you know I can really I can tell the difference when I'm not doing it it's fascinating uh, Andy Goss used to take two or three tablespoons before he did the show and he got buzzed on there's something magical with this sulfur that we promote and I try it uh, it's like I think 80 bucks for two pounds in the lower 48 more expensive than most but it's one of the cleanest ones out there they don't have anything in there that screws it up. So it's a great product. If you'd like more than four pounds, email me, Patrick at one radio network.com. Patrick at one radio network.com. What do you think from Vita? Vita? What do you think the ideal blood sugar is? Thanks for the show. You know, Siri, I don't really, I don't know if there is an ideal. Um, You know, the Diabetic Association, they talk about in 90, 95. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't think there's an ideal. We're all so different. We're all so um, unique in the way that our body deals with sugar, increasing insulin to, to keep it balanced. And then if you get too much carbs, you can get insulin resistance so it doesn't work and people just keep getting fatter and fatter because they don't even know what's going on and they just are craving carbs. You know, carbs are sugar and um, you crave them. I mean, I have a couple times. Um, Sugar's not terrible, as Adam tells you and repeat, uh, but it it does affect the body. Um, You know, yes, no, maybe, whether it's better without, within... It's above my pay grade to know. I only know what I'm learning about my body. And I can tell when I, um, you know, I can tell how I feel and how clear, how much clarity I have. And I'm really learning that a lot with writing, working on my screenplays 
because I, I can really tell where I'm at mentally. I'm very clear on how information comes in, how writing dialogue, when it's smooth or cre- it's smooth and creamy, or it's struggling. And that's just a state of consciousness. And food has a tremendous effect on that, especially blood sugar, especially sugar, whether it be fruit, honey, orange juice, brown rice, baked potato, and it affects the blood sugar and affects us. So uh, my current plan is I'm going to do probably June, July, and August. I started in the beginning of June, or I think three or four days before June 1st and then go three months, and then maybe do a complete full Monty blood test. Just take a look and see, um, you know, see what it says. Even they, even though they are a snapshot in time, I don't put a lot of stock in them, but you may see some, some metrics that are moving this way or that way, A1C, um, different cholesterols, LDL, and all that stuff. It may be valuable information. I don't know. We'll see. The curious thing about having a body on planet Earth and with a desire of living longer, healthier, and more active, productive life, not just longer. Because, I mean, you could actually... You can actually get on on meds, right? Pharmaceutical medicines and live longer. People do it all the time. They're in nursing homes, they're at a home, and they don't move much, and they just take the little pills. The quality of life is just not not good. And but you know, you can live longer like that. But for me, it if I if I can't do everything that I want to do, write, work, um, have a intimate relationships, um, run, rebound, lift weights, play golf, whatever, then what's the point? What is the point? You know, you might as well go. It ain't happening here, right? Get a new body. Hopefully it won't be here. But what I wanted to get to is this idea that we know that there are things that can be going on in the body with uh, metabolic syndrome, too many carbs, high blood sugar, um, issues in the arteries, clogging up the arteries with inflammation and heavy carbs. Not the fat or the meat that does it, it's the carbs that turn into sugar. And almost every really good study or doctors that you talk to that really know this stuff, they'll tell you that's what's going on. And the, the little arteries get inflamed by insulin and oxalates and other things, and then the cholesterol comes in and tries to repair them, and then the, um, um, what's that substance? The name is escaping me at the moment. It comes in and smooths over the cholesterol, and um, which what is that? It'll come to me, and then that can clog up your arteries and 
cause all kinds of problems. So this could be going on. I'm not instilling any fear in you or me. Could be going on that we don't know about. As well as There's plenty of real good research that Sally Norton, who we had on, the oxalate lady, spent six years digging in, digging in. Who did this? Who did this study? Who, who sponsored it? Does anybody else co- collaborate? You know, pretty cool. That's been proven that these oxalates, which are in almost all vegetables and other things and the body makes their own too, can build up um, without us knowing it. It can build up in our arteries, in our, in our brain, in our kidneys, with kidney stones, liver, uh, nervous system. And it could build up over time, over time, over time, and then you have something really dumb happen and we don't know why. It's fairly possible. So, you know, that's what's going on if we are not paying attention to our diet and not trying to find a, a species-appropriate diet. That's really what the best for us by trial and success, right? Trial and success. kind of fun. Um, okay, let's get some emails. Uh, phone number if you care to call and be on. I know a couple of years back from Roman, you mentioned the liquid magnesium that you purchased on Amazon that was inexpensive. Do you remember the name of it? Not sure if it's still being made. Yeah, you can go on Amazon. I don't do it often. Probably could do it more. Um, so you go on Amazon and you can Google or search magnesium. Magnesium bicarbonate. Dr. Mark Circus, who's written books on magnesium, said that's the best one. Let's see if they've got the one that I use here. Not that the one I use is right. They don't. I actually buy it directly from the website. I think it's called electrolyte 
Let me put magnesium. Oh, it took me to back to magnesium, back to Amazon again. I don't want that. Leave me alone. Boy, they're tricky. You do little searches and before you know it, you're back in Electrolyte balance. There you go. Electrolyte balance liquid. It's pretty cool. It's theoretically, according to magnesium monsters who know a lot more about magnesium than I do, it's uh, predominantly magnesium bicarbonate and silica, traces of calcium and sodium, potassium bicarbonate, in accordance with proprietary methodology. So it hydrates. So that's what it's called. Electrolyte balance. So that takes care of that one. Oh, have you tried your kefir, kefir? Yeah, I have. Thanks for asking. I bought some uh, kefir um, grains online, and um, it was specifically from milk, and so I've been making um, goat's milk kefir with my raw goat's milk. So far, I'm just not feeling really... Peace, love, and hippie beads about it. I don't, but, but it's early yet. Are some of you still doing the L rotori? I know Lynn, who takes our notes, she is. I haven't done it for a while. I got some in there. It's been in there about a month. your video on the front page on the germ theory from Lawrence. Yeah, it's a good one. He says, oh, but he disagrees with it. Germ theory does exist. As a theory or it's it's germ fact or reality or just plain germs as an outside agent or death and destruction that doesn't exist. What? Yes, germ theory is truly a theory, but a theory is not a fact. Oh, he's agreeing with that video. Oh, a theory is just an idea, an imagining, a dream, and sometimes dreams do come true, but when they do, 
it no longer is a theory. I agree with you. I've not seen any evidence that the German theory is a fact. I judged your show with Fred this morning. Oh, good. Yeah, it was good. This is from Bubba. Thanks a lot, Bubba. Money is the number one huge way that the crooks control the population. Populations are all about control and power. Caps. Control means who makes the decisions, which is the same thing as freedom. Power is obviously protection, security, and the ability to protect your control decision ability. We people need to have total control over the money system. I agree. Otherwise we get the disaster we have today. We either need to take over the existing money system or start a brand new one whereby the people vote on all major decisions involving the money system. Yeah, I'm not sure you could pull that off, but asking the people that's a little spicy, but maybe they can they can elect the I don't know. Bubba, the way we the way we wrote it in the real world of money, the screenplay, is very simple. Well, it wasn't easy, but the president sent in the army this fictional movie to be, took over the Federal Reserve banking system, took them over, just took control of it. Congress went apoplectic, but who's going to stop them? If you have control of the military, but then the banks, of course, tried to kick his booty the rest of the movie. But what he did was, the hero took it over, then um, created three trillion in treasury notes, monetized those at the Fed. This is before they took it over, monetized, and then put the three trillion back in the Social Security system because that's bankrupt. And then eventually got to the point where took over the Fed and then started creating treasury. United States notes in Treasury, or we the people had control over it. Kind of, sort of. The president, he appoints the Treasury Secretary. So that's how the fictional story goes. And then, people had two years to exchange their Federal Reserve notes for United States notes. You trade them in one for one. So the Treasury ends up with 30 trillion in dollars, what we call dollars, and puts 30 trillion in United States notes out there. And then has 30 trillion dollars, which is still legal tender, and pays off the whole debt. 
pretty cool, huh? Andrew Goss taught me that one. Dear Patrick, hope you're well. I enjoy listening to your program while doing chores at our farm. Oh. Do you know the secret history of Tartaria? A bit of it. They send a video. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Huh. Oh, maybe we'll put this video on the front page. Yeah, it's real. There was a land called Tataria that existed. You mentioned that you put on a little weight lately, writes Ron. Have you been making the yogurt with the El Rotori for Dr. Davis's suggest. I did for a while, but I really started putting a little weight on since doing the mostly meat diet. Meat, fat, eggs, goat's milk, you know, the butter. I don't think it's the fat. I think it's the meat that does it. Don't know for sure. How do we how do we reprogram ourselves to be successful? In very simplistic terms, um even though this is not the way it works on a deep level, at first, at first, at the beginning, as you're beginning to start your new life, look upon anything that the mind, thoughts, feelings, and images presents to you as false information. Because it's just the mind. So if you start there, by just paying attention to your internal world 24-7. And every time a thought or a feeling or an image, and they get pretty tricky because they, they, get, they get clearer and clearer to the negative by almost telepathically, where they kind of creep in there before you even know it. You gotta ignore every one of those. And it's hard because we spent lifetimes believing that they were real, which has kept us from being successful. Right? Oh, that's too hard. You can't do that. Never work. Write a novel? No. Whatever. Find the right per. Find the real, true love? No, you can't do that. You don't deserve that. All that stuff. It's all garbage. So, start working on that. Just not paying attention to any of it. And then, pretty easy, you think, and you feel, and you act. Think about what you want, feel how it feels doing it. Hmm, 
How would it be if I bought some land and just farmed it? Whatever, whatever, just pick something. Imagine yourself there. Feel how that feels. And get real comfortable with that. And let that become part of you in your state of consciousness. You're working on the farm and, I don't know, working on your land and having a couple kids and whatever you want to do. And you know that's real because that's how we manifest things. And then you have to act. So you think, you feel, and then you act. So then you need to figure out how to pay for the land. And then it's just a matter of understanding money, earning the money that you need, and you'll figure out ways to do that, and uh, buy the land. And the whole time when you're doing this, when we're doing this, we, a couple things are really necessary, not necessary, but really help the process, is to believe that you deserve to be successful, which you do. Believe that you will be, which you will, if you stick with it. Um, trust that Spirit, God, is going to do everything it can to support your desire to be successful. And it will. Things will come into your consciousness. You'll be introduced to people. You'll read stuff. I don't know, you'll watch a documentary and you say, wow, man, I wonder. These are all um, downloaded messages from Spirit saying, yeah, I'm with you, kid. This is what you want. This is what I want. Because we're, we're one with Spirit. So if that's what you want, I'm in. And so that's the way it works. And Spirit will support you every day, every day. Does it mean that you're not going to get have rough times or get disappointed or fall off the off the wagon and stop trusting and get worried? No, it'll happen. But then you just jump back on. No, no harm, no foul. Just jump back on. Don't commiserate. Boy, I can't believe I spent the last three days thinking I couldn't write that novel. It's all right. It'll happen. Then you just jump back in and say, no, this is what I want to do. And the more we overcome the obstacles, which is people that are yes but people. You know those people? Yes but people? You don't know them? Oh, people that say, yeah, that's a great idea, but... Yeah, stay away from those people. Because they'll get you thinking, but what? Well, I don't know. I mean, do people read novels anymore? Whatever. People drive you crazy. So you can't, you don't want to hang out with these people. Because they're no fun. And you don't want to marry or be, <laughs> or have one of these people be your boyfriend or girlfriend. Because then it's not going to end well.
Hmm. Let's do another commercial. The way we make our living here is totally through through you. Is uh, you purchase products that we promote, or send us a donation or two, and we have we have a little tribe of people that send us ten and twenty bucks a month. You can do that if you want. If you like what we do, if you believe that you're getting some benefit out of our shows, you could sign up for a little ten dollar a month deal, or buy some products, or if you can't afford those, pass on our links to people that you care about. And that supports us too. See, so there's always a way. Here's Master Herbalist Stephen Buhner giving some insights, guys, on why this pine pollen could boost your testosterone levels. The pollen itself is extremely high in a number of male estrogens, the most potent of which is testosterone. And it's got a fairly high level of it. I mean, it's still in the micrograms, but that's really all the difference between us and women is that we have this microgram more than they do and then in the womb that shifts us into the male developmental pattern so when we start adding that stuff back in to our bloodstream which you do if you take that sort of tincture and you hold it in your mouth for a while and then you swallow it without putting it in any water or anything it goes right through the mucous membranes into the bloodstream and so you start to get an increase in the body of actual testosterone which then circulates to pretty much every cell in the body and that then begins to increase vitality and muscle strength and everything else this is a great product i've taken it for years you can click and order and easter thrival link different variations in the pine pollen potency and price take your pick right here on OneRadioNetwork.com. Excuse me, I got caught off guard here. So guys, guys, let's talk a little birds and bees, flowers and trees. If you wake up in the middle of the night or first thing in the morning and you do not have a nice, full erection at a good angle, you know, the, 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 the more the angle, the, the, the younger you are biologically. Do you know that? Yeah. So if you don't have a nice, full, firm erection at a good angle, or if you do, and it's at a lower angle, like this or something, you could use some more testosterone. It's just the fact of life. So I would, <laughs> it's easy. You don't have to go to a blood test. I would do two things. I would purchase some pure pine pollen that Daniel just told you about. When you look at the, when you look at the video, it's hard to keep it, make it good. You take a little bit in the morning, a little bit at noon, a little bit at night, and then, and then, and then, sorry, I had a cough there, then go on our website to Shen Blossom, 
you'll see it on the front page there, Shen Blossom. There you go. And you get yourself this guy. It's called Arise. Uh, fermented lamb, yam root, Japanese fern. Fresh antler, hard to read it here. Ginseng root, cool stuff. Ashwagandha, garlic scrapes, chive scrapes. Hmm. Pyrosa sal palmetto. Very powerful formula. You can take this every day and uh, you wake up with morning wood. Kind of like the Beatles in Norwegian. No. And that's a sign that you have plenty of testosterone. That's it. That's it. It's easy. Doesn't cost a thing. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. You know, and, and the way things are going here on uh, this earth plane with, with testosterone levels, with um, sperm counts, with reproduction ability, with birth rates, I mean... Being a healthy male with good spermies, <laughs> you'll be in high demand. The girls will be knocking on your door. <laughs> hey, I need a baby. Boy, what these, what these uh, injections are doing to men is just crazy. And then the, the sperm rates overall, as you know, is just nuts. Fertility and sperm and what these injections are doing to the ladies and helping them to be able to abort, bear children. It's just, it's tragic. It's just tragic. We're going to have Dr. Kiltz on soon. He's a special fertility, infertility advocate. Be fun, huh? To get more fertile and how to get fertile if you're currently infertile. Then I'm, I suspect we're going to be uh, digging into uh, quite a bit about what these injections, uh, the challenge that they are give us. Okay. This is Nick. Hi, Nick. Nick, Nick, Mo, Nick, Banana, Mana, Fovic, Fovic, Nick. All you flat pancakes do is raping the universe of the one universal infinite shape and so above, so below. And are we flat? 
our eyes flat, our cells flat, what is wrong with you people? Wake up because this thinking is still woke and with woke we will not get out of the situation that is playing at a round playing at a round planet. But what I'm but why am I bothering because you cannot see or listen to reality, so good luck. Well, with all due respect, you are the woke guy, not me. You're woke. I'm awake. The earth is flat. No doubt about it. Never been proven otherwise. The only uh, long-range picture you see of the horizon is curved is with a uh, fisheye lens. We put another video on our front page, military pilot who talks about flying and his experiences. His name is Rob Taylor, helicopters. He's an engineer. Uh, he's a, a flight engineer. And he puts a pretty good little 10-minute video together proving that the Earth is flat. He talks about a very simple, logical, inexplicable, <laughs> un un unexplainable phenomena. And you can talk to pilots. If the Earth was curved, and I think it curves theoretically 1.8 feet, 1.8 inches per foot, something like that, when you calculate the what NASA says the circumference is, all right. As you fly from San Francisco to Hong Kong, you would constantly, constantly having to dip your nose down or, or up, depending on what, down or, I think down, yeah, down curve, and they don't do it. Ask any pilot. And they stay level because they look at their altimeter and it's level. How do you even explain that? That the plane magically stays level with a curved structure? I've talked to pilots and some of them won't admit it. Oh no, it's round. But they, they can't explain what I just said. They'll just they'll glaze over. No, no, it's, it's round. Plus, it doesn't account for the Earth is spinning 1,100 miles to the east or whatever. So the, if the Earth is spinning to the east and you're flying to the east, I mean, the flight times would be different. You would probably never get there if you're going against it because the Earth is coming at you and you're going to, you wouldn't get there. How do you explain that? You don't. Pilots fly a flat earth physics. They just do. I've seen flight manuals where they actually say, we fly a flat earth map. They fly from the, the most direct route they can from point to point. That's what they do. That just makes sense.
Earth is flat. But if you think I'm woke, well, you're the woke one. Sorry. I mean, after a while, yes. I've been taking sulfur for years. I mix one teaspoon of powder. Oh, he's not taking ours. Ours is the powder. And a little orange juice and take it with all my supplements at the same time, usually the night before, I eat something for breakfast. So I guess I've been wasting it. I will now take 30 minutes before I eat and mix with water. Probably better, yeah. I hate to taste, that's why I use OJ. Yeah, I would do it. I would do it before in water. Yeah. That's right. Oh, isn't this nice? I so appreciate that you take time and trouble to share the information that you do. Oh, this is on the flat earth thing. I only hope that some of them will find the courage and the wherewithal to look. I'm also most grateful that you have created a fountain of wisdom and discovery with your amazing and award-winning podcast, One Radio Network from the Hill Country of Texas. Oh, and I hope that some of my friends and the hundred or so people I send these emails to will also find the courage and wherewithal to look at your work. Well, I really appreciate that, Randy. And uh, um, we do what we can. And I, I know I'm crazy, and I know I'm out on a limb with a lot of things um, outside the box, way outside the box. But um, And I know we scare a lot of people away. We have a very small audience compared to most. I mean, as the saying goes, there's, there's girls with cats that look like Hitler on YouTube that have a hundred times more people than we, you know, I just, I do what I do. I only know how to do, talk about what I believe is true and to help you find out what you believe is true. I could be wrong. I could be totally off base. Okay, if I am, well, I'll deal with it. Um, but we scare a lot of people off. I, I know that. You know, most, most souls, and we were all there. I was there for lifetimes, so I'm not criticizing them. Not at all. But 90, most 95% of people out there, they do not want to dig deep into what the truth is of our reality, of our reality of our relationship with God, of our, of our reality of how we interact with the body, with mind and soul, 
Um, they don't want to do it. And I understand it. I did the same for a lifetime, so I'm not criticizing these people. But, so enough people wake up that we get to do the show. Is there software that you promote also known as MSM? Yeah, yeah, same thing. Oh, a lot of emails. Oh, well, we've gone long enough, hour and a half. Before we go, let's look at a couple headlines. Get a little sugar. I'm getting hungry. Now the sugar goes down better. When you're hungry, your blood sugar goes down a little bit. And then the OJ works good. I wanted to check some headlines here. Let's see. <clears throat> yeah, you know, uh, we'll, we'll touch a little bit about on politics before we leave here on this uh, July 6th day. As we're live here, 125, you can join us if you want to by email or as many have done this morning, thank you, or telephone. Politically, it's pretty exciting what's going on. This globalist-run administration the Biden administration, which is totally um, unlawful, unconstitutional. This was a coup. They stole the election. Everybody knows it, except them, except the courts. Well, the courts have never really listened. It's funny, they keep telling you the courts have, the courts have judged that the, the election was fair. No, they haven't. Not one time did any court, not once, agree to look at the evidence presented by the Trump people, by the My Pillow guy, by the people that had the computer breakdowns, um, uh, the thousand mules, right? All the evidence. Not one court has ever seen that. One inch of that. So the courts are corrupt. All of them. But let's take it easy on the Supreme Court because they're starting to come down with some some pretty cool decisions. They knew that Roe v. Wade was no business being passed in the 70s. Is that when it came out? The uh, Supreme Court was way out of their jurisdiction, way out of their jurisdiction, and they knew it. They finally got enough constitutionalists in there to overturn it. It's a state issue. So if you want to get an abortion, you elect your state congressmen and senators in your state who believe that you should be able to get an abortion and then you move to that state. And that's the way it works. Done. Done. It doesn't matter whether I think it's right 
or karmically cool. I don't, it's not, it's above my pay grade. It's your business with you and God and the fetus and the baby. But that's all you got to do. And there's going to be blue states that they're going to abort like crazy. Just move there. But it was no, it just was no business for the federal government um, on the Supreme Court. I mean the Supreme Court. No business. And the, the justices knew that. The constitutionalists that Trump, God bless him, put in there. And then the Supreme Court also uh, overturned the idea that the EPA, a non-governmental organization, has the right to do all of this climate change, global warming nonsense, and uh, carbon credits and control this, control output, control oil. They have no authority to do that, and the Supreme Court said that. It's huge. Big deal. The Supreme Court is also uh, supporting the Second Amendment in two or three different cases. So, you know, they just may clean some things up that need to be cleaning up. So where I was going is that the, the globalists who are controlling Biden, they're falling apart at the seams. Just, just, they're going to make that noise. Just, seriously. Falling apart. I think his approval rating is like 30%. Lowest in history. Among independents, I think his approval rating is like 15 So, as, as much as we know that all politics is performance art, that it doesn't matter whether Republicans or Democrats, they're all swampy, Trump's swampy, they're all swampy, but at least, you know, if they put in more conservatives in this, these midterms coming up in November, that uh, they'll be able to hold it together without a completely just... Again, it's all swampy. I... They have, they have uh, recordings. Have you heard this? They have recordings uh, from a few years ago, 2018, from President Biden that showed that the president lied repeatedly in denying he ever speaking with Hunter Biden about his foreign dealings. Could you imagine if that was happening, they have a recording to Trump? He'd be impeached long ago. Because they had the votes, they had the courts. You see, the globalists control the courts, the globalists control the media, the globalists control the banks, the globalists control everybody, the Klaus Schwab people, right? Trump would have been long gone if he even got close to that. Again, I'm not a big supporter of Trump because he's a lunatic, but... And now they won't... They refuse to even discuss it. They ask him at press press briefings. It's crazy. I 
I'm going to see if we can hear this. I don't know. Let's see. Why is there a voicemail of the president talking to his son about his overseas business dealings if oh. the president has said he's never spoken oh to his son about his overseas business dealings? Well, first I'll say that uh, what the president said stands. So. But if he, if that's what the president said, that he, that is what stands. And He's second, secondly, New York Times article but secondly, concerning secondly, business dealings, and Peter, he says, I think you're clear. How is that not him talking to his son about his overseas business dealings? We're not from this podium. I am not going to talk about alleged materials from the laptop. So I will. I am not. Voice on the voicemail. I am not going to talk about alleged materials on the laptop. Are it's you not happening then? That it is not. Peter, I refer you to uh, to his son's representative. Well, at least the swampy left media is actually asking about it. Well, that's some improvement, right? <laughs> she had no answer. No, we're not going to talk about it. Boy, oh, Joe, man. So here's the deal. I mean, if you like to talk politics, it's kind of fun. If the the conservatives, more conservative, more Republicans, excuse me, um, get in as predicted so many in November, they'll impeach, they can impeach Biden in a heartbeat. They'll have the votes. Of course, then you got to deal with Kamala. God help us. So I don't know how they're going to deal with that. But keep in mind that these people have no authority over you. None. Zero. Nada. They say they do. The media will tell you they do. You might even have some local officials tell you they do. Talk to your county sheriff. And if your county sheriff is a constitutionalist, he, excuse me, he is the rule of law in your county, wherever you live. And he trumps everybody. Excuse the term. He trumps everybody. FBI, everybody. The county sheriff. Get to know this guy or girl. And if he's not a cool guy, a cool one, well then, find one that is and vote him in. Somebody just sent me this one. I haven't heard it, but I'm going to play it. Trudeau slips up, actually says that he's banning firearms in Canada. Oh leadership uh, and service opportunities for them, uh, or whether it's our most uh, recent initiative on uh, banning, uh, sorry, on freezing uh, the market for firearms, uh, which will uh, start moving us in the right direction over the medium and long term. Uh, these are things that uh, you all had voices in, and I'm really excited about uh, not just hearing about the impact. Oh, he's a piece of work. That's Trudeau, Canada. So if you're in Canada, just move to Texas. 
I know it's getting crazy land out there. <clears throat> it is crazy land, isn't it? Trudeau says, we're banning guns. Okay, that's enough. All right, kids, I will see you on Friday. We have a lot to talk about, some fun things. Uh, if you're interested in protecting your wealth, um, I would visit my good friend Freddie. Dashevsky, 800-878-2646. He's got some real neat specials on some $20 gold pieces, some silver dollars. You can get a thousand dimes. That'd be fun to own, right? Silver's got to go up. I mean, it's like, it's on sale. And um, 800-878-2646. Okay, so I will see you on Friday. And we're going to have a good time where we do another session of It Takes a Long Time to Get Young. Thanks for your support. I really appreciate it. Um, give me a lot of you, <laughs> quite a few people are trying this whole carnivore thing. I didn't, I didn't mean to you know, take you over the edge here. So be careful. Just pay attention to what you're doing. But uh, I'm getting some interesting emails. <laughs> uh, so again, don't do, you know, experiment when crazy people like me try these things. But just be careful and uh, listen to your body. You know, that's the deal. Just listen to your body. You'll know whether or not you need carbs or sugar or, or whatever. You'll know. Test your blood sugar. Okay. All right, I love you all. Thank you. Uh, I enjoyed your emails this morning. All right, Doodle. All right, that's enough. <laughs> she knows we're getting ready to go for a walk. I'll see you. Take care. May the blessings be. I love you all. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.